Hello and welcome to Midwest Writers Room. Our mission is to encourage, educate, and celebrate writers of the Midwest. I'm Luella Schmidt. We have a special episode today featuring Bailey Yeager, Senior Manager at Ingram Spark. And I'm Ken Humphrey. Bailey started at Ingram, Ingram in 2014 and quickly transitioned into sales, working with independent publishers. She educated and assisted mid-sized publishers on utilizing Ingram services to maximize revenue. Bailey developed programs and services for independent publishers and focused on improving communication and interaction with all publishers in her marketing role. As supervisor of content acquisition sales, she launched a program providing professional services to authors and publishers. Now, as a senior manager of sales and business development for Ingram Spark, Bailey supports the success of independent authors and publishers throughout Ingram Spark. Bailey has her bachelor's degree in English literature and a master's degree in business administration. Ooh, so that's a uh, that's not quite the run up, Bailey. Very nice, Bailey. It's so exciting to chat with you. How are you doing today? Doing great. Doing wonderfully. Um, excited to be here. And so we're recording this on February seventh. And Bailey, I believe you are out on the East Coast, correct? Uh, we are in Tennessee, just outside of Nashville. So okay. uh, delightfully okay. landlocked. <laughs> Nice. And the only reason I ask is here we're getting about 50 degrees in Wisconsin, which in February is just an anomaly. Okay. You know, there's sun, there's very little snow on the ground. So topsy-turvy world. Yeah. Our, 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 I woke up and it was 27 degrees and it'll be up to 66 later today. So Ooh, wow. sweet. Up here at 27 degrees, we're already in shorts and t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so listeners, as kind of denoted in the intro, today we're going to be delving into the world of publication and distribution, really focusing on some of the broader topics in terms of, you know, what role Ingram Spark plays in the publishing world. You know, from a distribution standpoint, you know, what are we talking about for the different types of dis distribution? And then where does Ingram Spark fit when you talk about other uh, distributors? out in the in the horizon like i believe bailey lulu is one of your competitors yep. so maybe let's start you had spoke uh last fall at the wwa uh, fall conference and i thought gave a very insightful uh, presentation it was one of the reasons i asked you know to see if you'd want to be on this podcast because there is a lot of valuable information from the standpoint of writers that wwa serves so maybe let's talk a bit about ingram spark and kind of what they are and what they do. Yeah, no, uh, great question. So um, Ingram Spark started about 10 years ago uh, in 2013, and we really started as kind of a DIY self-publishing platform. And over the last 10 years, uh, we've grown to be so much more than that. And so whenever I talk to an audience or an author or a publisher about what Ingram Spark is, um, and what we strive to be is a platform that lets you get content into the hands of more readers globally. And so this means it applies to authors who want to self-publish their own work. It might be small presses, hybrid presses, vanity presses um, that really need access to a broader global distribution service from one platform. Uh, publishing is already a really complicated industry. And so Ingram Spark challenged ourselves to say, how can we simplify that and make it more accessible? Um, you know, the logistics of what our platform does, it allows you to have print and ebook of your content, uh, and we can help you format those books. 
Um, you can use them for your own inventory, uh, especially the print books. You don't really have an inventory of eBooks. Um, but what we really pride ourselves on is that we're able to take your content and make it available to readers all over the planet through an incredibly diverse set of retailers, libraries, specialty stores, dot coms, dot orgs. You know, we're selling into over 150 countries uh, to readers who want access to this indie content. Um, on the flip side of that, we're also in a great position because we're print on demand to help clients manage their own inventory needs. So a lot of um, other services have minimum order sizes where you have to order, you know, X amount at a time, um, which can be a little bit of a financial constraint because you're paying for that and then you're hoping that you use it all. Um, but we also have a solution for managing your own inventory, whether you need one copy for, you know, your bookshelf to celebrate what you've accomplished, or if you need 50 copies for an author signing or 30 copies for a giveaway on social media, or, you know, when you hit it big and you need a thousand copies, we can help you regardless of order size. Um, you know, and that kind of ties us into how we operate as a distributor. And so by the nature of how Ingram Spark operates as a distributor and a printer, that means that our clients are in complete control of what happens to their book. Um, and Ultimately, the most important thing is their own intellectual property. And so in a lot of cases, one thing that, that helps Ingram Spark kind of stand apart is our non-exclusive arrangement, where we don't take any ownership of your content. Um, and that leaves you in control and in responsibility of everything that you have in your book. That means you get to have final decisions on design, on formatting, pricing, what list price you want your book to be how you sell that and what discount you offer it to, all the way to returnability. So you even have the option to make a book returnable, which is really important if your goal is to be in a physical bookstore one day. And so, you know, what we wanted to do was take a look at how we're in a very unique position to get those books into a broad network. But another thing, kind of going back to how publishing is already so complicated, we also wanted to say, all right, how can we make it easier to get to that point where your book is available? And so we also have a suite of services that allow you to get free access to book building tools or conversion services for your eBooks. Um, but we also have connections to really vetted, really great um, premium services that, that help you really kind of take either a DIY you know, minimum budget approach to getting your book out into the world or wanting to invest some money in editorial or typesetting or proofreading, formal cover design, things like that. And so really we wanted to take a look at, you know, we're already in a position to get you into a global audience. How do we make it easier for you to get to that point? And so that's where our, our earlier pieces come in to help get your files ready and make it printed because the hard part is writing the book, right? But that doesn't mean that everything else is easy afterwards. So how did we, you know, really think about how we provide tools to help do that? And then we also think about um, within the self-publishing space, the big question is like, okay, great. I've got it up for sale. What now? Big question. What do I do now? How do I make it actually do something? Um, and so because of our position, um, and because we want to invest in the success of our clients, not just the existence of them, 
We do have opportunities within the platforms to market to retailers, market to consumers, market to what we call verified readers. So not just people who like cats, but people who have a history of liking content about cats. And within that subset, people have a history of buying books about cats, allowing you to market directly to that audience. Um, so all in all, I mean, it's a lot of things. Ingram Spark is a lot of things, but what we are is a tool that helps you take your idea, put it into a book format, get it onto a global stage, and then promote it to readers, retailers, libraries, all of that. And it always feels a little intimidating whenever you think about all of these pieces that go into publishing and writing. But, you know, our goal is that we're there for you every step of the way. No part of it is easy. If it was easy, everybody would do it, right? So, you know, how do we create an approach that lets you kind of leverage the power of Ingram, the world's largest wholesaler of books, and make it digestible for someone who's wanting to publish their first book or maybe start a small hybrid press where they're working with other authors. Um, and so that's what we, we, we think we've accomplished. And, you know, over the next 10 years of our existence, we'll hope to improve that experience even more. Can we talk a little bit, dig a little into the distribution aspect of it? So I think, you know, any author starting out, right? You know, there's probably one universal dream that comes across somebody's a mind plate and that's oh i'd love to be walking through a bookstore some of barnes and nobles or borders or whatnot and a small bookstore and just glance over and look at oh there's my book on the shelf yep. okay. i didn't ask for it to be there i didn't talk to anybody and see if we could shelf space i happened to walk into this place and i saw my book right how does ingram spark kind of help live that dream for an author yeah so you know whenever we hear distribution we think you know there there are these preconceived notions of what that means and what that expectation and deliverable is and so you know whenever we think about distribution so ingram spark calls ourselves a distributor ingram is a wholesaler and distributor and then you have distribution solutions just the same word in so many different places that means so many different things um, and so, you know, really what I want to start off with is just what what distribution means, the definition of distribution. And that is the act, the action of process and supplying goods to stores and other businesses that sell to consumers. And so what that means is um, taking a product and then making it available via a retailer or maybe even direct sale or a dot com and selling it to consumers. And so whenever we think about how Ingram Spark plays into that, um, we play in the realm of virtual distribution. So there are three very common types of distribution within the publishing space. There's virtual distribution, which is what Ingram Spark does. There is wholesale distribution, and a wholesaler is a company that sells goods in large quantities at low prices to retailers who then turn around and sell it to consumers. And then the one that a lot of people have in mind when they think about distribution is what we consider full service, where you have a rep out there with a magazine, uh, you know, hearkening back to the traveling salesman days, um, where you were selling vacuums out of the back of your car, right? And so, you know, full service distribution is kind of the Cinderella story. At midnight, the pumpkin does not come back, it stays a carriage kind of situation. 
Um, but what I'd say, you know, for full service distribution, whenever we think about that, what a lot of people don't realize is how much goes into that. And full service distribution, which is where you have a salesperson who goes to a regional chain of their network and says, hey, you should stock this book. You should go ahead and order inventory and have it. It's going to be a great book. That is more of an end goal and not the means to an end. And so when we think about Ingram Spark as a distributor, we're in the position to allow you to still play on that level playing field without taking as much risk. And so whenever I talk about Ingram Spark being a virtual distributor, this is a model where your books are always available to the same retailers, the same customers, the same libraries as the big guys. But at no point are you having to invest significant capital on a bet, on a gamble, which is in the publishing world, printing thousands of copies, putting them in a warehouse, and then figuring out what to do next, and then having to figure out how to move that inventory. So in the Ingram Spark world, where we sit within virtual distribution, is your book is still available on the same scale, in the same places as the big guys, in the same spots as Colleen Hoover, the same spots as John Grisham. But at no point are you having to hold inventory. It's a print-on-demand model, which means we print it when it is demanded. And so in this particular scenario, your files are always available. An order comes in, a consumer or maybe a retailer has seen your book going popular on social media. Someone has said, I want this book. When they place the order after they've paid for it is when we print it. At no point are you having to pay a warehouse to store inventory that you printed three, six, nine months ago. You're not having to pay an associate within that warehouse to pick, pack, and ship. And then you're not having to pay outbound freight to give it to a wholesaler who then gets it to a consumer. With virtual distribution, you get to really eliminate all of those steps by printing the book when it's ordered and shipping it direct to the customer. Um, so that's where Spark kind of sits within that realm. One of the beauties about Ingram Spark, so one of the examples you mentioned, Ken, is like being able to walk through a store and have that moment where you see your book on a shelf. Um, you know, the, the, the beauty of Ingram Spark is that you're able to set things up so that that is a potential reality for you. Now, one thing I will say is it doesn't guarantee that your book will be in the store, but it does make it available so that if you have um, a network of libraries or retailers in your local town, you can go talk to them and say, hey, my book is available at Ingram. Um, and if they decide to invest in having that shelf space dedicated to your book, that's where you have that opportunity for success. Now, one thing I will say, the publisher is always responsible for getting people into that store to pick up that book and walk it to the cash register. So a distributor, be it a full service distributor, even the people who have their traveling salesmen, in that scenario, in virtual distribution scenario, in every scenario, you know, your, your means to getting to those retailers are making it available it is still the job of the author and the publisher to generate that demand, to make people want to go click on that link, to make people want to go to their local store and ask for the book, to make people go to a, a local brick and mortar and pick it up off the shelf and, and make that decision to purchase. And so it's 
it doesn't necessarily stop. The work doesn't stop when your book is on a physical shelf. Um, it, it stops whenever you've convinced people to pick it up, to take it to the cash register, and then tell their friends about it. And that makes perfect sense that you guys, you, know, you supply, you really are the supply. It's up mm -hmm. to the authors and the publishers to create the demand. Yes. But what Ingram Spark supplements is the ability to fulfill that demand where it occurs. So in my home about, area, it might be, you know, there might be a lot of demand and you can fulfill that. But in Texas, there may not be any. Luella, you had a question? Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, just as a as a small example, you know, we use Ingram Spark for WWA Press, and you know, just this week we wanted to enter one of um, one of our books in a contest, and you know, click click click, we ordered a couple of a couple of copies at the contest request from Ingram, and they just send them right over with a few clicks of a button. Couldn't be easier. So, just a, a small example of how easy it is to work with them. Nice. Okay. Bailey, if you want to hang tight for a second, we want to get in a WWA message. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little more about Ingram Spark and then how in the, in the context of our listening audience and our authors. So hang tight a second. Midwest Writers Room is a production of the Wisconsin Writers Association. WWA is the go-to source for writers in all stages of their careers who write in any genre in the state and surrounding region. WWA has been around since the late 1940s and provides writers with workshops, critique groups, and conferences to help you build your community and advance your literary goals. Membership is only $35 a year and is a low-cost, fabulous way to engage in writing and get the tools to jumpstart your writing career or hone your skills to the next level. Learn more and join at wiwrite.org. Okay, folks, we're back with Bailey Yeager from Ingram Spark. So she spent a little bit of time talking about what Ingram Spark is and how it helps supplement an author in terms of you know providing their works out to their audience. Uh, in this next segment, we want to dip a little bit deeper in the details for what it means in the context of WWA authors, right? Where where can Ingram Spark help them, you know, and compare and contrast kind of other services that are out on the market that are comparable. So Bailey, a first-time author, I referenced that in the previous segment, you know, or an author that's used other services before, like Kindle. I think a lot of us know the, the Kindle model and the how to publish through that. Where does Ingram Spark then sit, right? What's the compare and contrast between those? Yeah, yeah, that's an amazing question. Um, you know, and I think it, it comes down so it really, there's so many different channels of options here for a first time author. And it comes down to um, what we like to do is make sure that you're making informed decisions. At the end of the day, we always encourage those to make the decision that's best for their business. Um, but, you know, the way I like to really frame it is more around where we stand out from competition and things to look for um, and maybe even kind of view as maybe not red flags, but orange flags you know, waggling in the wind saying, hey, don't, don't just bypass me. And so, you know, whenever we think about our place within the competitive landscape of self-publishing or small press publishing or hybrid publishing, 
What I always encourage people to look for that wink, wink, they can find its park <laughs> um, is, you know, look for a solution that doesn't charge you exorbitant upfront fees. One thing that I would say is, you know, this past year, we've really, you know, taken an examination of how we do business and we've changed our model to make sure that we're not in, we're not asking you to invest. And I mentioned this earlier in the podcast, and I always say this internally in meetings. We're not asking you to invest in the existence of your book. You've done that with your time and your creativity, your blood, sweat, and tears dedicated and glued to that, that keyboard. Um, but what we want you to do is find opportunities to invest in the success of your book. So whenever you look at Ingram Spark in comparison to the competitive landscape, one thing that we're able to do is take away those upfront fees. Uh, we aren't asking you to lay out, you know, hundreds of dollars up front um, for a package that you're locked into um, and, you know, an experience that stops after you've cut a check. And so, you know, we're thinking about ways that allows you to reinvest what you have into the success of your book in like marketing, in file design. Um, in promoting to those verified readers I mentioned earlier. Um, and so, you know, really one thing I would say that's great about our model that I would say, you know, works for a whole lot of people, um, but also framed in a way of like, hey, things to look out for when you're making your decision. Look for something that's not going to charge you just to have your book exist in a space. Look for a place that's going to help invest in the success of the book. So upfront fees, um, are something that Ingram Spark has removed um, from from that experience, but um, you know, really think about on the, on the inverse of that. Uh, what that means is that a lot of it is, you know, you're going to be doing a lot of decision making as well. Um, so we want you to decide where to invest what you would normally pay upfront to some of our competitors. We're challenging you to invest that in the success of your book instead, not just the existence of it. So upfront fees are where we are, you know, quite competitive in the fact that they don't exist. It's free to set up an account. It's free to set up a title. Um, and then also we don't charge for order minimums. There are a number of our competitors within the self-publishing space that only let you order a hundred copies at once. Sometimes you don't need a hundred copies of your book. Sometimes you just want one copy to put on your shelf and you, you want to be able to celebrate that or you want to have five copies to give to your local book club, things like that. So we don't, we don't you know, hold you into a, a box. We don't put you into a box of how many you can order at a time. You can order one, you can order a hundred, you can order a thousand. Heck, you can order 10,000 if that's what you want to do. Another way that, you know, we are quite different from competition is that we are the nexus <laughs> of access to a global wholesale retail network. So many of our competitors use Ingram to get access to the same network. But what we're doing is we're kind of allowing you to do that directly. You're not having to work through 17 different people. Um, and 17, don't quote me on 17, I just made up that number. <laughs> But it allows you to get to not just the most popular.com. It allows you to get to bookshop.org, which not only allows you to purchase books at discounts, but supports local independent bookstores. Um, it allows you to get on Barnes and Noble. It allows libraries to order your books. It allows specialty stores to order your books. And that's just the physical, the paperback and hardcover. Whenever you think about your ebook, our ebook network also gets you into subscription models like Scribd 
It also gets you into library ebook models like Overdrive. And so, you know, really thinking about how we stand apart there, we are focused on not just getting you to one place. We are focused on getting you into as many places as possible because not all of the readers on the planet are only going to one place. They are going to their local library. They are going to their local bookshop. Um, they are walking through an airport and saying, gosh, I need something to read on this flight. How, you know, and they pick something up. And so that's one area where we are so significantly positioned within the, within the space that allows us to be very competitive. Um, and not just within the domestic market either. We are able to sell your books in 12 plus countries. I say plus because we're continuing to add more every year. So, you know, if you wanted to sell your book in the U.S., that's great. But if you also wanted to sell it in the U.K., if you wanted to sell it in Germany, Italy, um, if you wanted to sell it in China, Australia, we are able to do that with literally the click of a button. It requires no extra work. There's no extra fees related. And so you're not just creating a brand within a small isolated space. By working with Ingram Spark, you are working to create a global audience for your book. And then, you know, one of the other things that we've recently really, really excited about um, is we've created the opportunity to sell direct. So, so many authors, so many publishers have newsletters and social media following and, you know, maybe they're on TikTok or they have a link tree or Maybe they're on, you know, some third-party selling site trying to just sell the inventory that they have in their garage direct. Um, and so another thing that sets us apart from everybody else is that we have a direct selling tool, which means you get to sell direct to your readers. And what we do is exactly like our virtual distribution, where we don't actually print that book until someone pays for it through your direct sell link. And we ship it directly to them. So you don't have to touch a thing. You get to have a higher level of profit because you're not selling it through a wholesaler and then a retailer and then a consumer. You're able to keep more of that supply chain margin there. And then... Well, Bailey, just one quick question about that then. So that really is designed for authors who want just to embed a sale link right in their own website, right in yes. their Instagram posts, yep. for instance. So yep. okay. it's, um, you can request that it create an HTML code for your website. You can request that it create a social link for sharing on Instagram or Facebook. And then for your promotional uh, things like your bookmarks, or maybe if you're going to a trade show or you have a flyer, you can actually ask for it to generate a QR code that takes you directly to a buy link. Um, Very nice. So you know, it's, we're really excited about it. It's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> so this, is this new, this direct buy link? Is this yeah. a new function? Yes. So it was in beta testing late last year. Um, and within the last months we've, you know, we got through beta, um, you know, cause what we want to do is we want to do things right, not right now. <laughs> and so recently uh, we were able to launch that to um, everybody within Ingram Spark. And so um, we're really excited about it. I want to say it launched, a month ago, I should probably know exactly when. We were very excited, but um, I'd say with you know since the new year started is when it launched to everybody. Very cool. That is very cool. So in the in the context then of a new author, they got a book and they're just they're ready. They yeah. got it. They 
have their cover design or their cover all set, what I guess what are some of the checkpoints that an author should look at when evaluating, you know, Ingram Spark versus some of the other uh, outlets? I think I, so. If you know you're shopping, you've you've got your word document ready to go. You've got your concept art for your cover. Things that you need to look for, you know, you need to start with asking yourself the question of how much work do I want to do? How much of my own promotion? How much of my own design? How much of my own formatting do I want to do? And what is my budget? So, you know, if you have a low budget and you're ready to DIY some things a little bit and use some tools that'll make your book available, you know, Ingram Spark has that. We we have free book building tools. We have tools to help you convert to ebook if you need it. And you can even design your own covers within those tools, all completely for free. Um, so it really comes down to asking yourself, like, what's your budget? We also want to encourage folks. The the beauty of the publishing industry is that one thing has remained true the entire time. The first thing that people look at is your cover. So let's say, you know, maybe you want to allocate what you have of a budget to getting a professional cover design. You can shop around. There are people, there are providers who offer formal cover design. One of the downsides to that is that you don't necessarily always get full creative liberty. Um, so, you know, whenever you're looking at different shops, different uh, like author services companies, you know, some checks that you need to do is how much control do I retain? Do I still, do I own every component of my book when this is all said and done? And, you know, really thinking about how much risk am I willing to take on? Um, some, some folks make you order a certain number of inventory ahead of time. I would avoid services that do that because now you're just sitting on a bunch of books that you may or may not sell. Um, and they become your problem because if you sell them, then you have to be the one to ship them out and go to the UPS store. So, you know, whenever you're shopping and you're ready to make that decision, look for a platform, wink, wink. Ingram Spark, shameless self-promotion that makes it easy for you to get in the door, easy account setup, and doesn't ask you to pay hundreds of dollars just to have access to give them your baby. <laughs> you know, it's it's your it's your work. And then, you know, really look for providers that provide you access. So maybe you are willing to invest in a typesetter and a formal design for your cover. Look for providers that connect you to vetted, verified providers of those services. Because one of the risks, and we hear this from authors all of the time, one of the risks that they run into is if the author service is providing it themselves, in so many cases, what we ran into a second ago, they don't actually own that file. And so they don't actually get to keep that. So look for services that connect you and give you the tools to build your own, your own success story, but that don't own part of it. So, you know, look for people who have resources to provide you, be they free, or if you want to invest some money, but to help kind of take the, the, um, the weight of that off by offering discounts because you're going through these vetted and verified services. So, you know, if you're thinking about finishing that, that manuscript this weekend, and then you say, all right, what now? What now? What do I go look for? First step is to ask yourself two questions. How much work am I willing to do myself? How much money am I willing to spend on the success of this book? And then you need to look for a service that doesn't charge you an arm and a leg just to exist within their space and a service that provides you tools to invest in your book the way that you want to invest in it 
And then the last piece is a service that allows you full control of what you do with your book. It is your book. You should get to decide what you get to list it at and if you make it returnable and if you offer a discount that wholesalers are looking for and retailers need to put it on the shelf. Um, so, you know, if those are your five, your two kind of questions to ask yourself and then your three checkpoints when you're shopping, that's what I would have to say would be what I would encourage people to look at. Excellent. Self-publishing for authors now, you know, we've been, it's been around coming up on probably a couple of decades, right? I know Amazon was one of the, obviously the big ones to kick it off. And there are a lot of authors that, you know, self-publish their stuff out through a major service like that. Talk us through the scenario where there's a publisher, there's a book sitting out there or an author with their book sitting out there on Amazon, but they want to get it into their local bookstore. In other mm -hmm. words, they kind of want to shift and say, all right, nobody's buying on Amazon, but I've got some great local bookstores that I want to just bring bring this book home, right? Yeah. How does that work in the context of your service? That's a good question. So um, I'll, I'll kind of start with what the retailer, so the space of the retailer, their mindset. Um, if you go to a retailer and say, I have a book I'd like you to, to order, um, they're going to ask you a lot of questions about it first, but one of the questions they will always ask is, is it available through Ingram? Because that is where retailers order their stock. And so whenever you think about wanting to, you know, even if your book is selling well on Amazon, congratulations, that's wonderful. If it's not selling well on Amazon, you know, and you still want to go through that bookshop experience, um, this is true for either scenario, but you are ready to start talking to bookshops and have your book on a shelf the number one thing they're always, always, always going to ask and always tell you is if it's not available through Ingram, I'm not interested. That's where they're able to buy wholesale. Um, and we can get into the, the you know, nitty gritty of why they prefer to order over from Ingram versus Amazon. But at the end of the day, they're going to say, if it's not available at Ingram, I'm not going to be able to order it and I'm not going to order it. Um, and so whenever that scenario pops up, you're able to, one of the things about Ingram Spark is we're non-exclusive. If you wanted to live in both worlds, you can. You can keep your sales for Amazon at Amazon, but you can also use Ingram Spark to get to that other huge network of retailers and libraries. And so you'd be able to, you know, keep your Amazon side, your Amazon only sales can stay over there, um, but then come to Ingram Spark and um, make your book available through the wholesale network and make it available at a full trade discount, which is what retailers require, and at a returnable status, which is also what retailers require. That's not an option that you get to pick anywhere else. IngramSpark is the only place you get to go and say, I want a full trade discount and returnable. And then you know what you have is the downside to that, if you choose to do both, is you're having to manage both. It's not fun. But one of the beauties is that IngramSpark can take over your Amazon stuff if you need to. That way you're simplifying your, your supply chain, simplifying your day-to-day, -day, but you're not missing out on that dream of wanting to be within a physical bookstore shelf. Excellent breakdown. Thank you. I appreciate that. So there's been a lot of change in the industry over the last 15 years, right? From where you stand today, you know, what do you think it's going to look like in another 5, 10 years from now? You know... It's funny. I've I've been thinking about that question a lot lately, and I actually have to I have a session later today on it uh, specifically. I think you know the days of publishing past, where the big five get to decide what's publishable, you know, in their definition and what people really want to read. Those days are gone. 
um, we have continued to see such major disruption within the space. And it's not just down to self-publishing getting easier and barriers to entry going away for for self-publishing authors and small presses. It also comes down to the consumers. I think we're going to continue to see really significant disruption from consumers. Right now, consumers have more access than ever to more content than ever, and they can buy it anywhere. And then they can get on a social media platform like TikTok or Instagram and review it, and it goes viral. And then the publishers, the big guys are like, oh, now I want it. So I think we're going to continue to see that major disruption. And I think we're going to start seeing sales reflect diversity of the consumer market. I don't think it's going to be as much this big five publisher has decided that this is what should sell well. And so that's what's going to be at the top of the New York Times bestseller list now. We're going to continue to see more independent authors crack the the you know crack the code on what sells and what consumers actually want because consumers are even more empowered now to read what they want and find it where they want it. And so I think you know over the next ten to fifteen years, we're only going to continue to see the books that are available reflect the diversity of the reading community, and we're only going to be more challenged to make it easier for that content to get out there. There's so many underrepresented voices uh, within the space, and we're gonna need to make a level, uh, even more level playing field for these underrepresented voices because that is what we are seeing. At the end of the day, the people who decide how this industry goes, which is the reader and the book buyer, they're, they're telling us loud and clear that they want more indie content. So I think, you know, we're going to continue to see big, big disruption there, uh, which I think is going to result in those big publishing houses having to challenge themselves on, you know, hey, 10 years ago, this is what we said was what we think people should be reading. Now the the the, t- the turns have tabled, um, as Michael Scott would say. <laughs> um, you know, now it is it is the consumers saying, no, I want this and I have access to it. I'm not going to buy your traditionally published book because I want to read what I want to read, not what you tell me should be available at the local bookstore. And that and that makes perfect sense, right? The barrier to publication has been mm-hmm. lowered significantly than, say, 20 years ago, but there, the barriers just move, right? They become different types mm-hmm. of barriers now. Yep. But also the quality, much, much different. I mean, you know, you can, it used to be that the self-publishing author was sort of, I don't know, the redheaded stepchild (laughs) in the writing world. And I guess I feel like you're just as likely, if not more likely now, to find really good self-published works that can top anything the big five can do. I mean, it's really kind of something to see that change happen. So it's, yeah, it's fun. I like power to the consumer. (laughs) Whenever we can get rid of gatekeepers, I'm all in. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay, how about we pivot now to some of our WWA listener good news. All right, listeners, uh, we want to celebrate your good news with you. Please email us at podcast at wiwrite.org. We are happy to hear your writer news, life news, news about your pets, uh, anything that's going on in your world. We want to hear from you. Uh, Bailey, you want to lead us off and tell me your good news? Yeah, good news. Um, my, me and my my partner, my my spouse and I, we are three months out from welcoming a, a little baby into the world. We're very excited. Congratulations! Um, 
you know, uh, so that's our good news. We are officially uh, 90 days from from when, but if she's anything like me, she'll be early. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Congratulations. That is really great news. Thank you. How about you, Ken? What do you got for us? Well, uh, as I said, we're recording this episode on February 7th. So by the time this airs, uh, my, my interview with Scripted Sagas podcast will have already been aired on Instagram Live and then um, sent over to YouTube. And it's interesting Ooh. because this is a podcast that actually lives in India, but a majority of the audience is over here, right? So, you, you know, you got some over there and get some over here. So it'll be an interesting experience just from the cultural relevance, right? We can we can kick off a bunch of little cultural, I guess, nods, verbal nods to commercials or songs. But you don't always know whether those same references carry over cross-culturally. So I'm looking forward to the interview. Yeah, we'll see what comes out of it. I'm a Gen X and I like to make Gen X jokes and I'm starting to notice that people don't get those jokes, Dan. Yes. <laughs> All right. So my good news, I think I'm going to go with last night we had um, our WWA annual meeting on Zoom. And I think what was the final attendance? Ken, do you know how many was there? Was there um, we had just attendance? over 60, just over 60 oh, just out over of 60. 83 registered. Very nice. And uh, it was just a really fun night. We wanted to celebrate kind of our uh, accomplishments from the year 2023 and also kind of give our members a little bit of a sneak peek into what we have in store for them in 2024. And uh, it just was a really fun event and it felt very celebratory and uh, just a, a silly night to hang out with uh, with other writers and and um, talk about writing. It was a really nice, nice event. I agree. So listeners, uh, please do email us. We'd love to hear from you um, and help us build up the community. Thank you to podcast at WIWrite.org. Okay, folks, I want to give a big shout out and a big thank you to Bailey Yeager from Ingram Spark uh, for letting us kind of pick her brain today, but also, I think, helping untangle what can be a, a quite a murky and intimidating experience for authors, especially new authors. Just hearing the contrast, you know, or the way that Ingram Spark supplements an author's desires, career, you know, motivation, whatnot. I think helps quite a bit in terms of putting it into a place where it belongs in the publishing industry. I want to thank her for her appearance here. Listeners, if you've enjoyed this episode, please give us a five-star rating in your podcast app of choice. This action will help other writers find us, help us grow this podcast. So we want to thank you for listening to the Midwest Writers Room. I'm Ken Humphrey. And I'm Luella Schmidt. Words ignite imaginations and spark change. Never underestimate the power of storytelling. Midwest Writers Room is a production of the Wisconsin Writers Association. Writing and editing by Luella Schmidt and Ken Humphrey. Sound design and editing by Ken Humphrey. Music for Midwest Writers Room is written by Michael Ramir C. For more information, please visit wiwrite.org backslash podcast. Thank you.